Hello everybody, thank you for joining me here at The Box Seat. Today I've got another great episode where I got to interview Shannon Crenshaw on the volleyball team. Crenshaw is the libero for the team, and the team is currently actually in Omaha, Nebraska for the NCAA tournament. Washington came in as the sixth seed and got a first round bye. They then proceeded to win their second round matchup with Dayton in five sets. Crenshaw and the rest of Washington volleyball will be facing number 11 Louisville on Sunday. But before getting into this interview that I had with Crenshaw, I've got a short message from two of our sponsors, the first being Elm Coffee Roasters. Elm Coffee Roasters open in Pioneer Square and SLU for takeout and soon indoor seating. Order coffee and more at elmcoffeeroasters.com. The next message is from The M. If you're looking for a place to live in the fall with student-friendly amenities, spectacular views, and its walking distance to campus, check out The M Seattle. They are the only student living high-rise near UW, and they've recently dropped the rates on all of their floor plans. Visit themseattle.com for more info. Now, here is my interview that I had with Shannon Crenshaw. I hope you enjoy. Well, thank you for joining me today, Shannon. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah, we um, we just got to Omaha. Uh, just got our COVID testing done, all tested negative, so everything's going well. That's perfect. How was the trip down? You guys flew down? Yes, we flew. It was kind of a long trip. We flew to Dallas-Fort Worth, and then um, we had a, a quick layover. It was a pretty quick turnaround, and then we flew straight to uh, Omaha. Well, you guys have, what, a few days before your first game? It's the 15th, isn't it? Yes. So we have, today is kind of like an off day. Um, tomorrow we have an off day as well. So hopefully we're going to be able to get some team activities in. And then the following day we'll have a practice and then our first match. Yeah. After that. Well, so just getting into kind of more background on you. How long have you been playing volleyball for? I've been playing, I would say, more competitive volleyball since 13, and I played in 5th and 6th grade on my middle school team, or I guess 5th through 8th grade. I didn't get into club until I was in 8th grade when I was 13, and I've been playing ever since then. How did you get involved in the sport? Was there someone who kind of pushed you towards it in your family, or were just like your friends played it? Yeah, I actually had um, my 5th grade teacher she was always like, oh, you'd be so great at volleyball. Like, you need to try it. And I don't know. I was just, I was always kind of a kid who loved to play different sports and just kind of try different things out. So definitely with her encouragement, I I was like, yeah, I'll go for it. And I played softball as well. So I kind of had like the arm swing down because it was similar to throwing. And so it wasn't too hard of a transition. It was just the some of the skills in volleyball are just it takes time to learn it's it's hard to just jump right into it but i had a lot of fun with it when i was younger was volleyball your favorite sport during that time in middle school or were you more focused on softball i guess when i first started volleyball was kind of like the side sport i guess and then as i played more it quickly turned into the sport that i wanted to play uh it was funny because at first like softball was like the path I thought I was going to go down um even like towards college like at a young age I was thinking about that 
And then I started playing volleyball. And when I told my parents I, I wanted to stop playing softball, they were like, no, I, I, don't, I don't think that's a good idea. I think you need to stick with it a, a little bit longer because that's just like all I had done. And then it was just, it was so quick. Like volleyball just like took over my life. And I was like, this is all I want to do. So I played softball for a little bit longer, but then pretty quickly after that, I just, I just turned to volleyball. How'd that decision come about? Like, how did you end up deciding to focus completely on volleyball? It was, it was kind of like, I was, re- I was reaching an age where I was getting kind of close to high school and I, I sort of needed to start picking like what I wanted to do and what I wanted to focus on. And that kind of sounds silly just cause I was so young, but I just feel like sports these days are so competitive and people are kind of zeroing, zeroing in on what they want to do at a young age. Um, and that's just kind of what pushed me towards it. It was kind of, I had two choices. I couldn't play two travel sports at the same time anymore. And I just loved volleyball so much. So I was willing to sacrifice softball to keep playing. Did you have any siblings who also played sports or did your parents play sports in college and high school maybe? My my parents, they played, but it was more like recreational. They just had fun with it. Um, and my brother played baseball growing up and he wrestled in high school. Um, and he did some other like, I guess, intercollegiate activities when he was in college, but there weren't necessarily sports. He did some skeet shooting, uh, which was fun for him. But I guess it was just, we kind of were different in that way. Um, he grew up playing sports as a kid and then he... You just chose something else in college. When you think back to your time playing club volleyball in high school, what's like the first thing that pops into your mind, whether it's just one word that kind of culminates the whole thing or just a memory from that time? Gosh, I don't even know. To Just to sum it all up, um, it's a really tough thing to do. I, I just remember like the tournaments, like the club tournaments, they were just always so much fun. They were long, hard, but it was just really fun to, like, just be surrounded by so much volleyball with all of our teammates. And we got to, like, make friends from a bunch of, like, from people all over the country, um, just on different teams. And so it was always kind of fun to come together, like, on the weekends and see people that you only saw, like, in your little volleyball world. So that was always a really cool experience, just getting to meet so many different people. So when you were growing up, was your goal always to play a sport in college, whether it be that softball that you had played earlier on and then transitioning into volleyball as you got into high school? Honestly, it, it kind of was. When I played softball, we were on a travel team and we'd go to college camps and I was like, oh, wow, like this would be so much fun. And I, I just I, this is something that I want to do. And so as I was growing up, I kind of always was in the mindset of, oh, I'm going to go play softball in college. And like looking back at it now, I think it's kind of funny just because I was so young, but it just was always kind of in that mindset. And so when I started playing volleyball, uh, I was thinking the same thing just for a different sport now. And it's funny because volleyball, they recruit so young or they, they used to, they've changed the rules since then. But I think in eighth grade, I got one of my first letters or my first business card which was just absolutely wild to think that like something like that could be starting that young. So that kind of made it even more of a reality when I was younger. How long had you been playing volleyball at that point? At that point, including my middle school team, I'd been playing for about two years, three years. So 
not too long, but I guess I, I had a couple years under my belt. Yes, long enough to get noticed. Yeah, I was also tall. I was always one of the tall ones, so that was a draw for coaches. And so you're from Florida. How did you end up choosing to go to college all the way across the country in Washington? Yeah, that's so funny. I get that question all the time. I, one thing I love is the outdoors and Seattle is just like, it's so beautiful. Over summer, I was able to go hiking a lot and was just like blown away, honestly. Like I always knew it was, it was awesome out there, but I didn't know like to the extent. And then obviously the volleyball was great. Uh, my parents were really kind of adamant on like, you need to find somewhere that like, you're going to be really happy. And so I went into it with a mindset, not just focused on volleyball. And I don't know, I just, I just felt like it was home. I feel like people always say that, like when you find the right school, it just feels like home. And the people that were there, like doing the visits and the girls that were there, like helping with the visits, they just seemed like people that I wanted to be around. And so it was kind of an easy choice. Uh, it was a really great location. It was really pretty. And then the environment of Seattle and like the people that were at UW were just like amazing. So it just really helped. When did Washington first start recruiting you? Do you recall? I think it was my 16th year, maybe, or my maybe my 15th year. I don't remember exactly when the first tournament was. I th- I remember it was a nationals tournament, but I, I'm not sure exactly when they started becoming interested. But it was funny because I remember my coach saying, oh, like, what about Washington, you know? And I just, I kind of laughed. I was like, oh, that's really funny. That's so far. I'm never going to go there. And now here you are. And here we are. Yeah, here I am. Came full circle. Sorry for the interruption in the interview with Shannon. But I have another message from our sponsor, Elm Coffee Roasters. Open since 2015, Elm Coffee Roasters is devoted to high-quality coffee that's easy to brew at home and a joy to drink. At our roastery and cafe in Pioneer Square, Seattle, Elm obsessively roasts small batches of coffee they source with a focus on sustainable practices that lift up the whole supply chain and protect the future of the coffee plant. Elm's goal is to make a truly exceptional cup of coffee and experience you look forward to every day. Cafes in Pioneer Square and SLU open for takeout and soon dine-in service. Please use code PODCAST at elmcoffeeroasters.com for 15% off your next coffee order. Now back to the interview with Shannon. What are you studying here at Washington? Right now I'm studying, it's called IBA. It's called Interdisciplinary Visual Arts. And then I'm minoring in Urban Design and Planning and Architecture but I actually just applied to the architecture program, so fingers crossed that I get in. Is architecture kind of a passion of yours? Yeah, I I really love like architecture, interior design. My dad did a lot of home improvement as I was growing up, and it was just always something that I thought was really cool. And just like growing up in general too, I always loved like the creative side of school. Like I loved art, and I loved all that kind of th- like all those kind of things. And so I feel like that's a kind of a great way to like channel it into something that could be like a, a really great career. So I've taken a pretty, a pretty good number of classes since I've been here and I've loved all of them. So I'm really hoping that coming up here in the next couple months, 
I'm able to be accepted into the program so I can continue my studies. Well, good luck then getting into that architecture major. Thank you. Is interior designing something you want to do following college then? Yes, I think. So following college, I'm planning on hopefully going to grad school when I'm finished with undergrad. And I'm still yet to decide if I want to do focus more on the design side or if I want to go more towards architecture. So that's kind of that's kind of what I'm trying to figure out now in my current studies. What I kind of gravitate what I gravitate towards most because I, I just feel like that'll help me really see a clear path for my future. How hard was your transition from playing club volleyball to playing college volleyball? I would say it was it was tough. I feel like a lot of people say this. The game is a lot faster. Uh, I was lucky enough. I played on a great club team. I played with some great players and people who are here at the tournament with me now, which is super exciting. Uh, it's super cool. It's like it's just so cool to see familiar faces, especially old teammates. Um, so I feel like I I was somewhat prepared, but I just don't think anything can prepare you for college volleyball. It's its own animal and it's it's a fast paced game. There's so much that we have to learn when we get here. So I would say I was just about as prepared as I could be, but there's just no way someone could come into it just absolutely fully prepared. Was there one specific player or coach here at UW who you feel really helped you with that transition and someone you call a mentor of yours? That's a really hard question. All of the coaches have just been really awesome. Everyone is kind of different in their own way. They just, they're also focused on helping us learn the game better. Uh, they take different approaches to it, but they're all really valuable. So it's hard to pick one. <laughs> um, I would say as an outside hitter slash defender, um, I have, I've worked with Jason probably the most, like one-on-one. -on -one. So I would say like our communication and like his, his type of feedback has been something that's like very, very helpful in helping me learn here. Um, where do you feel that you've grown the most in your time at UW, whether it be kind of off the court or on the court? Yeah, let's see. Uh, I would say, I think I've grown most in becoming more of a vocal player, because I think growing up, if you were to ask any old coaches, even my first couple of years here, I was not someone who was extremely vocal. It was always something that I was trying to work on. And so stepping into the role of playing libero, I've had to really work on that a lot this year and have a really strong focus on that. So I'd say on the court, um, just being more of an aggressor um, and being more upfront with my teammates and straightforward and just being all around more vocal, um, more of a, a presence on the court. And then off the court, I definitely, I definitely think I've grown as somebody who's like been a player for the team. Coming on, like coming into it, I think of course you have those expectations for yourself to like be a team player, but just like through the time I've been here, it's really been something that's pushed me, challenged me, and I feel like I've, I've been able to do well and like love my teammates well. And so you'd always been an outside hitter growing up in club and at your start at UW here, how hard has that transition been to libero? And really like, how did that all 
happened? How did you end up transitioning? Yeah, it was definitely a challenge at first. I remember my freshman year, there was, there was like some talk, like someone said something one time, they said, yeah, I I saw your name or your number with a libero jersey. And I just kind of thought, oh, that's weird. Didn't think too much of it. So the following year, there was minor talk. It was like, oh, there's a a chance that this could possibly happen. Uh, But it was kind of something I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, really last resort, I guess they could try to test me out but I don't really see it happening and then this year with Shane leaving and the spot not being like a a solid a solid role that was filled I had had conversations just kind of saying like hey I know that we've lightly talked about this in the past what are we what are you guys thinking or like is this something I need to be preparing for Um, and so they were really good with their communication with me just saying like yes this is something that could potentially be in your future we'll try it out sometimes and like just see how it goes and so when it was initially like this is this is going to be your role I was lucky enough to have like a lot of people helping me because it's it was definitely an adjustment it's something I hadn't done before I've always loved defense but it's a new position with new role like a new role and new rules um, and new responsibilities so it, it was definitely a team effort to get me to the get to get me to the place I'm at right now um it was an effort from my teammates from my coaches and then just me being patient and just continuing to learn the the position well well clearly it's worked out for the team as you guys are back in the NCAA tournament once again what's kind of the buzz around the team as you guys are preparing for I guess it'll be round two with you guys having a bye yeah we're just we're just really going into it, trying to focus on ourselves and play our volleyball. I think we're a really solid group, and I think we're still getting better. We focus so much on the things that we need to get better at at practice, and I just think that like we're all we're all very determined. We have a good group of girls, and I just think that there's been moments where we're we're scratching the surface of something that's really special. And we just have so much room to grow and keep growing. And it's really exciting because we're still in learning environments when we're in practices. And so it's kind of like a we haven't settled and we're still eager to keep getting better. You you were a freshman back in 2019 when you guys went to the Elite Eight, correct? I was a sophomore. A sophomore. So a lot of the team then has gone far in the tournament. Do you think that's kind of helped the team understand what it takes to win in these important games? Um, Yeah, so that team, or those group of girls um, that we played with, I I think that they were really good, like, role models for us, and they really helped us kind of set the standard of, like, what it needs to be like in the future. And I think this year we've kind of taken that and we've run with it. We had a lot of time off to kind of reflect and grow as a team off the court. And so when we got back into it, we were all just really hungry to work hard for each other. And as we've continued to go through the season and move through the season, I think we've just like learned kind of who we have and who we are and what motivates us, what works for us, what doesn't. And we've just really been trying to build on our strengths. And then we've been trying to work on our weaknesses.
And so I've just got one last question for you here before I let you go. If you were to sum up this past year in one word, what would it be? It would be adversity, for sure. <laughs> yeah, this, this year has been a wild year. It's been a wild year for everybody. And it's kind of like we have to take it day by day. If we look to the future, things can change. Um, we had a, one cancellation and it was devastating, but that's just how this year was. We just have to take one step at a time. And again, like I said before, like really try to focus on ourselves because there's so much variability with what happens on the other side of the net. And that's just been the ultimate test of this year is to just take it one step at a time. Well, good luck in the tournament this year. And thank you very much for taking the time for this interview. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. That just about does it for all the time I have here on the box seat. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Shane and Crenshaw, and I hope you make sure to check out their Sweet 16 matchup against Louisville tomorrow. Now, if you'd like to stay up to date on when all new episodes of the box seat drop, follow us on Twitter at Box Seat Podcast. And again, thank you for joining me. I'm Nathan Matheson, and this has been The Box Seat.